Pass me that sauce. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. Mom! Ah! Don't do that voice! What do you say? Okay, so turn it off. No, it'll go. No, no, no. no. We're gonna open this out. No, I'll. I'll, You'll get it, okay? Okay. I'm gonna start, introduce the podcast, da 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 da. Are you excited? It's good. Okay. What's good in the hoodie, y'all? We are here today. It's Merce and Lids. Hello! Sorry, that was a really bad time to take a sip of water. But here we are. We are here. We are currently recording in my brother's room. This season is just full of different locations. <laughs> we recorded in Mercy's car. Mercy's car. Fatme's oh, house. <laughs> my house. Mercy house, your house is next. Um guys, I am so hyped for today's episode. I've been like thinking about doing this kind of episode since like season one. Yeah. For, like, we six have months now. Yeah. Remember already six months that we've been thinking about this episode? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. well, we started a year ago. Our year wow. anniversary is coming up. It is. But I've always wanted to have this guest. Everyone, give a round of applause for my mom, <laughs> Roma. <laughs> she made it. Thank you, thank you. How does it feel, mom, to be on your <laughs> beloved dead ass? It feels awesome. Yeah. I, I really like it and I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. Thank you so much for inviting me. Of course. Of course. Guys, really? she's actually our biggest supporter. Let them know. Our biggest supporter and the only one. Remember that time when we made a joke that no one leaves reviews except for <laughs> our one time fan? No, I literally, I was like, I'm going to bring this up today. Let me call you out for not leaving reviews. But let me tell you who did. Lydia's mom. The number one true fan did. Yay. Oh, y'all suck. A little funny story. So the thing is, though, she didn't leave the review under her name. No, she didn't. It was the cutest so name. The name that she le- she left it on, like the iTunes, like the Apple one. Yeah. Can you leave reviews on Spotify? I don't even know. No. But I saw this on the Apple one, and it was Lysima. L Y S I M A. Yeah. So Mercy, did you send it to me? I think I sent it to you. Something else. Was it? Was it you? Yeah. When I first saw it, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like someone left a review. So Mercy sends me a screenshot. She's like, "Yo, did you did you ask me if I did it? I don't know, but you were like, no, because it was like it was weird because I saw a lie, and then like my mind could tell that it was someone we knew. Okay. Then I was just like, because I saw, I remember thinking like Sima. I was like, this has to do with Sine. Yeah. So I was like, something. Something is happening. I was but gonna I look for the review on your thing, but yeah. So Mercy sends me a screenshot. And she's like, "Yo, we got a review." And this was, I think, after like our first. Yeah, it was like so early. First on. or second episode, so we were mad hype, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, no. And so I asked, I I think I did I ask you. Yeah. I asked you an um, and I was like, "Yo, like, did you guys?" Um, did you, was it you? And you're like, no, da da da. I was like, yo, Mercy, you actually. We were so proud. We were like, we were high. So <laughs> and then after, everyone was like, Lydia. <laughs> cause I told, cause, cause then I was, cause when Mercy was like, me and Mercy joke about the podcast all the time. Like, it's honestly, we know it's like for fun, it's a hobby, but no, we I'm always, we always joke about like, yo, like when this thing takes off, we're quitting our jobs, yeah. we're going to do merch, like we always joke about that. So when the review so came in, plans. Mercy's like, yo, like I'm dead ass, like I'm quitting my job, like <laughs> I we think made she it. it was the next, uh, second one. Oh, was, oh yeah, my gosh, okay, regardless, <laughs> regardless, mom ends up telling me, no, I don't know, mom ends up telling me, she's like, 
Lydia loves me. I was like, why would you do that? <laughs> like, what? No, like, I loved it. No, in the sense, like, tell us. Like, I, I love the yeah, review, yeah, yeah. but don't straight up make me think that some random so person did it. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you know, and I was like, Lucima, like, she's like, a wife for Lydia, S so I for Nitsunetsuhu, M A for Matt, all my suitcase. <laughs> I was like, oh my god! <laughs> that was so she, strange. And then, no, because I remember it was your review because when she said that, yeah. because I was like, well, mom, like you know, I have to tell Mercy that it was you because <laughs> she out here thinking it was someone else, and she was like, no, I feel so bad. She said she's gonna quit her job. Like I got her hyped so up. Ready. I'm like, that was. Yeah. Wait, and then my sister ends up doing the same, same thing. exactly, but same thing like under a code name. Anyways, I'd say uh, I mean for I me, the re- a review is a review, whether it comes from your mother or from your uncle. Yeah, I that's think true. whenever when people say, "Oh, this is a good review," yeah. so what is the product? Yeah, so that was my intention. I didn't mean no, and, and I love and I I don't even mind that you had a code name. Yeah, but like don't trick me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let, you know? let me in on it. And you know me, I am about pain names and things like I that. I'm not <laughs> tricking you, you know. I, I always use pain names okay. when I write. Yeah. Website, so, yeah. Take it that Anyways, way. But that's all to say, she's like, yeah, like our, our one of our biggest supporters. supporters. Thank you so much. And, and so. For giving me this much publicity. Of I didn't course. know. Yes. I'm, just, I'm happy to do it. No, know. of course. So I'll do it again. <laughs> guys, guys one? she's trying to. <laughs> mom, mom has a lot of creative endeavors <laughs> she wants to do, so this is good publicity for her too, right? Yes. Um. So, anyways, yeah. Um. This is so. This episode is a follow up to. I think we'll probably post this like right after Sam's. Sam. Yeah. Sam's. So we. So I guess the last episodes that you heard. So I guess it's a kind of a series. Mm-hmm. With Pastor Sam, we did, we discussed how having immigrant parents have shaped us. So mm-hmm. it was Mercy, myself, Pastor Sam, and we just kind of talked about the kids' perspective of what it's like to be caught in two cultures and, you know, trying to... Balancing them both, like the two separate worlds, like growing up with traditional parents, totally. but also trying to like grow up in this Western world that just seems to continuously cl- clash mm-hmm. while you're growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, Pastor Sam came up with that question. We loved it. So when we were doing it, I think it was like while we were recording, I was like, yo, like, we got to do a follow with my mom. Yeah. So that we could just hear the parents perspective. And obviously, Mercy and myself, Pastor Sam, even though we kind of were speaking on behalf of us, like Mm -hmm. a collective, we, we are also just representative of of our own personal stories. So Mm -hmm. with my mom, I think she'll definitely touch on things that a lot of parents speak on, but she's also just sharing like her individual experience. So as you're listening, just kind of keep that in mind that um, it's not like she's like the official spokesperson for of all Habesha because yeah. she's definitely like she has her own like unique takes mm. on things. But mm. um, I think she'll be, yeah, I think she'll be able to like represent her mm. her like her peers well. So. Yeah, I really wanted us to do kind of like a part two or part three of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so we got her on. She was totally down. She's nervous. Me and her, no, okay. <laughs> me and her were listening to. I work it. <laughs> we were listening to the pastor sound one yesterday, and it was so funny. She has a lot of things to say. So we're excited. So so exciting. We're gonna do the question, and she's gonna start us off. So the question of the episode is. 
as a parent, what are your aspirations and hesitations with raising kids in the West or in Canada? Mm-hmm. So that's the question. Mom, you want to take us away? I'm taking it from here? Yeah, uh, okay. Off. Uh, I would like to say officially thank you so much, Mercy Aww. and Lady. Honestly, <laughs> I, I love listening to you girls and chit-chatting and, you know, talking and, and you know, saying what your hearts desire. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, we talked about me coming on onto this discussion, but I was thinking, oh, maybe not now. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, I'm such an immigrant mother, you know, maybe people don't understand my English, mm-hmm. you know, I have, I have that fear. I'm good in writing, but yes, very good. this thick accent might hinder what I wanted to say. So I wasn't sure. So for that reason, I even have like simple kind of disclaimer mm-hmm. to say uh, that I wrote just briefly. Um, my take on this was, yeah, I, I, I agree with the question and how I try to frame it is, <clears throat> sorry, to frame it is immigrant parents, our aspiration and hope for our children and also our worries, struggle and our collective resiliency, meaning mm-hmm. us parents and also our children. Mm-hmm. We are all resilient. Mm-hmm. If I forget this point later on, remind me, okay. I wanted okay. to say something about that. Okay. So I may not speak for all parents. Uh, however, I think a great large number of immigrant parents share my view. That's mm-hmm. my belief. I'm only hoping that today's discussion will inspire a larger and ongoing discussion among parents and our children, whether it be first or second generation of Ethiopian descent. Uh, I believe this goes for other immigrant population as well, like Eritrean, Sumerian, and etc. Et mm-hmm. My other hope is that my take on this largely untouched subject will give a glimpse of what us parents face in raising our children into cultures. I'm not in any way intent to of- to offend anyone listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is just a thought that I hope will will be sharpened as the discussion mm. going on. So mm-hmm. whoever listens to this podcast, I am sure because of my presence, I think many people are listening. Hey, mm-hmm. and I get amen. <laughs> amen. Come on, so I want parents to bring their, mm-hmm. their take on these children. Or they might say, oh, I didn't see, you know, my mom is struggling this way or mm-hmm. my dad is struggling this way. Or some might say, oh, I knew, but I didn't know how much, you know. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of, um, um, a lot of way of taking this, uh, depending on the individual understanding and mode of thinking. Mm-hmm. So I just hope to bring this and then kind of trying to peel mm-hmm. the first layer and then we can take it from there. Nothing is serious. Mm-hmm. I'm not in any way... Um, special or you, you know representative yeah. <laughs> or scholar or yeah. s- such kind of thing but i speak my mind i speak yeah. what in what i believe and it's all good mm-hmm. all good yeah love thank you love that um okay so do you have anything no, on your mind no okay so okay we listened to the first part uh, we listened to about 20 minutes of the episode we did with pastor sam um so is there anything right off the bat you wanted to touch on from the last episode or just the question, what are your aspirations and what are the aspirations and fears associated with raising your kids? When you hear that question, <clears throat> is there anything you want to start? You can 
in terms of uh, Pastor Sam's discussion, I mean it's good. I like it. Mm. I love it. It's 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 the perspective of our children, mm-hmm. and I try to see through that lens. You know what our children feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but uh, for my side, mm-hmm. that what I wanted to say is okay. Yes, that our children have struggle, mm-hmm. really. Uh, <clears throat> sometimes we give them, le- we give you guys less credit. You know, sometimes we say, you know, you have everything we sacrificed for you. Yeah. Yeah. What are you complaining about? You, yeah. know, you just go to school and then become a doctor, yeah. Yeah. whatever, you know. But Should we be. give you really less credit for the, mm-hmm. for, the, for the travel you are going through or you mm-hmm. have gone through. It's just, we didn't know. We thought if we have everything for our children, if we have house, if we have mm-hmm. their supplies for school, those kind of stuff. Um, we didn't think there is much trouble mm-hmm. because we see back home children are struggling to feed, to, to be fed. Mm-hmm. Like the basic necessity. The basic necessity. Yeah. So children who eat well, who dress well, you know, who goes to school, they succeed. That's yeah. what we know. Right. Okay. Yeah. But we didn't consider, for example, myself, I didn't consider much about the cultural shock at first, mm-hmm. when we when we ever just first come here, mm-hmm. um, our hope is just to give you education, to give you a good home, that you know you can rely on. Mm-hmm. Those are the things, but we gave you really less than what you deserve in terms of appreciation mm-hmm. for you guys. Uh, <clears throat> our hope for our children is, as anybody else's uh, hope that our children get a good education, mm-hmm. that they make good life for themselves and for their children in the future, mm-hmm. that our children derive happiness and fulfillment in life, mm-hmm. and that also our children will not have to sacrifice for their children as much as immigrant parents as did mm-hmm. or do. What I mean by this is if our children are well content, as I try to explain above, like by having good education and good you know, good livelihood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if you are content, um, if the children are content, they will not be, no, I mean, they will be in good position to raise their own children comfortably when the time comes. Mm-hmm. That means you guys don't have to juggle between two jobs or three jobs. Yeah. yeah. Or you don't have to work and go to school. Yeah. You know? Yeah. To fill that deficit. Yeah. So that is our hope. The whole point of us hammering on the education of our children is so that you can have a good life. Mm-hmm. Not only for you, for your children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe that might even extend, you might rebuild, you know, your society right, yeah. image. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I remember one time, one lady I, I met at H&W. H&M? Nope. Oh, the H&W? grocery store? The grocery yeah, store. Yeah, H&W. I was... I had one hour lunch break. Okay. And then instead of going to the grocery, by the end of the day, I thought, okay, why not I use my lunch hour and then go and cut some fruit. Yeah. And then I can go back to to work. So this nice white lady, and she approached me and I said, oh, this thing is, you know, not expensive. I was showing to her, you know, if she can pick up. She said, oh, you look so lovely. Where are you from? I said, oh, originally I'm from Ethiopia. She said, oh, 
You dressed up like princess, like a princess, but I hear that your people are starving back oh, home. Hell no. I was just saying, you know, I want that. I want to just sink in there. Yeah. I was. I, I just said, oh my God. And I tried to give her some history lesson. I said, hey, yo, we are the only nations that are not colonized. Yeah, that pride came in. I said, yeah, you yeah. know what? It's just, we are not dust poor. Mm-hmm. We even import gold. Mm-hmm. You know, we have the origin of coffees in Ethiopia. Yeah. But at the end, I know nothing matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She has her. She has her opinion and finally yeah. she said you know don't get me wrong i was poor myself but now i'm okay now i still support ethiopia's cause through red cross i said please do me a favor don't <laughs> Did you actually? oh god i said oh please don't do that we don't need your 25 dollars you know? because she just crashed know, okay. me yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know so finally mm. i left the store she left the store her husband was waiting in her in the car she looked at me smiled and she was telling to her husband whatever she was telling mm-hmm. and i opened the window and she opened and said you know what god willing if i write a book i don't need your permission to put these things in, in, in the book yeah i'll put this story and i don't ask you for your permission i was so mad and then i went <laughs> yeah i went to work and i had i started having headache and i ended up not going to work by the next morning. Just uh, so... The headache was too intense. Mm. I was so upset. I said, no matter what I do, yeah. I could I could wear a gold shoes. Exactly. Yeah. I'm still from Ethiopia. And yeah. people know me that my country is starving. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. So for our children, we carry that burden, that you know, mm. the nation's burden. Yeah. We want we don't want people to tell you, oh, you look like a princess. But I hear that your parents mm. are starving. Mm-hmm. Somebody might say to you or to your kids even, yeah. after you guys are born here, here yeah. and yeah. having your kids, second generation, third generation, because our color tells. Yeah. yeah. And the history. They, yeah. yeah. The history. And even if you are born here, people don't know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Any assume. white person can come from Europe or whenever, like mm-hmm. six months ago. He can use his English and tell you, oh, when did you come to Canada? Yeah, exactly. See? Yeah. See what I'm, where I'm going? Yeah, Because yeah. you are born here. You, should, you are supposed to ask him where he <laughs> came from. Yeah. Because he is asking you where is the superstore or where is something, you know. Mm-hmm. He will have my, he might even have his own accent. Yeah. Depending if he might speak Dutch or something. Right, else. right. Yeah. But that's not the case. The color is what determines, mm-hmm. by and large. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So by us thinking, if you guys are, set. you know, set for life, yeah. you are on top of your game, slowly but surely will change the family, the family dynamics. Mm. You say, you know, maybe our countries, it was this because of the war, because of the drought. Yeah. But now we are here. Yeah. We are like anybody else. We are achievers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, we want our children to say that. Mm-hmm. So... That is the achieving part. That is our hope. Right. But do you want me to continue with the fear or well, you want ha- to add something? I just had one question. Oh, okay. So, so then, okay, so by that logic, if we, if we maybe go for careers that have a little bit less status, have a little bit less income, then is it kind of like 
we lost like in the sense you're saying like you want us to be good and set because there is this um stereotype or this understanding of our country and all our culture that we're poor that whatever whatever so you want to raise a generation of doctors and engineers and whatever so that we can have pride in that and say no we do make something of ourselves but if we don't get those careers does that does that like lessen the impact because you said it yourself mm. even if we are doctors That's we don't wear yeah. we don't wear our lab coats outside when we're going grocery shopping yeah. Yeah. and so the average person will still think less of us like i don't think it's i don't know how practical it is to want to raise your kids in a certain way because of what other people think mm-hmm. because oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. people are going to think whatever they want to think regardless of yeah. the career yeah mm-hmm. absolutely that is actually maybe i brought it too soon mm-hmm. this one is actually um on a higher scale mm-hmm. the one i'm telling you about you know being proud of your descent like being from ethiopia mm-hmm. that is that is a higher level of what we are thinking mm-hmm. the immediate uh, okay. the immediate uh, reason reason is <clears throat> for you guys um for example i'll give you a, i'll start by giving you an example when we came here when your dad came yeah. and then he, he came for his education mm-hmm. he wanted to go back yeah so i said i don't want my daughter to grow up there Sinner, my oh. older daughter she she was just nine years old mm-hmm. when he came I don't want her to grow back then because, first of all, there is so many population over there. And even to get to university, there is yeah. so much, you know, com- competition. Mm-hmm. And what if she doesn't make it? Mm-hmm. But here, she can make it by having a lot of access for education, mm-hmm. by having computer, by going to the computer lab, by going to the library. Mm-hmm. Her dad is also, you know, he can support her. So that is the number one reason for me. Mm-hmm. The number two reason is boys are kicking girls over there, mm-hmm. you know? And I, I, I had trouble growing up, mm-hmm. so I don't want my daughter to be, you know, kicked some around. Trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Some trouble. Mm-hmm. Here, she is respected as an individual. Nobody is forcing her to do anything that she doesn't want. Mm-hmm. So th- these two things okay. are mm-hmm. the ones that forced me. So after that, you know, f- having... You know, we know what poor, being poor means. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We know on how, level. on a different, how yeah. our population struggle. Okay. We weren't starved, right. obviously. Right. We wouldn't make it to Canada. Right. But we know the people, the children we grew, we grew up with, the, our neighbors, yeah. that they, they didn't have much. Yeah. Right? So what we hit poverty mm. in passion okay. so when our children wanted to do a little loosey-goosey and then maybe <laughs> sorry loosey-goosey no i love that yeah. it is yeah, okay okay speak okay. your truth girl i just want to be politically correct okay so when our children say oh maybe less you know you know less is more <laughs> or oh, how i love the less is more <laughs> And, you know, life is too short. Yeah. What matters is you being a happy dad. Yeah. You being happy with what? You know? <laughs> you know so for us, right. success is different than success. Got you. Mm-hmm. 
for you guys. Yeah, so like our definitions of success. The definition yeah, of right. success is yeah. different. And can you appreciate the fact, I love what you said, you you guys have a hatred for poverty. Yeah. yeah. And largely in part because I think you've seen it yes. firsthand. Even yes. if it didn't happen to you specifically, exactly. you saw it in mm-hmm. your neighbors, in your neighborhood, whatever. Yep. Can you appreciate the fact that we might not share that same hatred because we were born into relatively good financial positions. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think mm-hmm. it's, I think what, like part of your, your passion and your appreciation for education comes from the fact that, you know, you have a really good understanding of how that can set you apart. Like a, like a degree holder and a non-degree holder, there's a, there's a difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you 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 saw people back home who you saw like you saw it firsthand, yes, people who had education and people who didn't. Mm. But here, we were we were born into wealth to mm. a certain degree. Yes. you know what I mean. Yes. So we don't we're not so scared of being on the streets cause because we, it's we don't know what it's like. Reality for yeah. Us. Yeah. yeah, So like, <clears throat> even if I think about like, oh, I quit my job, I do nothing. My mindset is I can still live at home. Yeah, my parents will still help me at to some degree. Like I, I can't mm-hmm. envision myself actually homeless, actually on the streets, because I've never seen it. I've never known anyone who's gone through it. It's not something that I could generally think in yeah. my life could happen. Could happen. Yeah. yeah. So from parents' point of view, you guys are looking at it as like this could happen. Like you could be on the streets, but for us, it's like, yeah, like yeah, somewhere along the line, which is wrong of us to have that perspective, yeah. right? But. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you're right, it is wrong, but I'm just, like, when you're saying how, like, whatever, we're loosey-goosey, and da-da-da, I don't, it's not necessarily that we're, like, we're screw-ups, it's just, it's just indicative of the, what we were born into. Yeah. Can yeah. you, can you, like, appreciate that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I started to appreciate. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like, I got no choice. <laughs> I have no choice. But in the past, I mean, you don't have to burn yourself to know that you know fire burns you if your parents I, are telling but I you think, but you don't know how much it hurts until you put your finger on the stove yeah yeah you might guess try it but. <laughs> right <laughs> but that's what i mean yeah i know i know right but, yes but what i'm trying to say is um there is a lot of conflict here conflict of interest what i mean by that is for example mercy say you are always thinking you know, you have some fallback, you know. If yeah. something happened, your parents are there for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that is because in our culture, we value uh, our children. Yeah. We value the children's children. Mm-hmm. We value the collective community, actually, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. living together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That comes with responsibility. Mm-hmm. What I see with our children uh, not specifically careful. you. I'm being careful. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I am playing too. So, <laughs> so with our children, you know, you guys want the freedom, yeah, like Canadian, That's yeah. True. And then when you know hard time hits, yeah. you will have fallback, yeah, as if you, right. yeah, you know. But I think you are saying, oh, yeah. saying we want the best of both. You want the best of both, okay. and yeah. which, which is good. But yeah. at the same time, we want you guys to know. You know, I love the Maslow's hierarchy. 
maybe mm. I'll, I'll we'll come we'll touch later on like mm. Maslow and first you know the oh like the five the five the six hierarchy you know first yeah. your food and your safety your belonging mm. and just those kind of stuff so we want you to if we made sure that you have the safety you have everything you know your food your clothing taken care of the second like one is belonging mm. belonging comes with your parents, with your siblings, with yeah. your community. Yeah. And then you can expand from there. Mm-hmm. But what we see is mostly our children want the freedom mm-hmm. of being Canadian. And at the same time, you wanted that security of mm-hmm. your immigrant parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know where I'm the going? The security of like... Being Habesha. Being Habesha. Yeah. Because if something happened, I'll never be homeless. Yeah. This Your is a good example. Here, yeah. Your, Your family is here. Your there. mom will never ditch you. She exactly. might say, hey, yeah. but she's still there yeah. for you. Your dad right. won't ditch you. Yeah. But we want you not to take it for granted. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to live forever. Yeah. yeah. So, God forbid. Yeah. 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 We believe in longevity. Yeah. yeah. So, but we wanted you to stand on your own and be sufficient for your kids, for yourself, and then expanding for yeah. your communities. The Ethiopian Same. case yeah. that I brought is, as I said, it's a larger scale. Yeah. It's not like immediately, now you graduate, okay, now go back to Ethiopia and then do some some work or, you know, no, it's not that, mm-hmm. that's not right. our hope. Mm-hmm. You know, did I answer your question? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we want you to be... Uh, well, maybe we'll touch later on about the entertainment you know, entertainment uh, <laughs> industry, industry that yeah. I have a good hate love relationship. So let's finish this. You're gonna say, I was just gonna say, I think, I think how your parents are missing, like, I think, especially these last couple of years, the beauty of being in a Habasha community has become so real to me. It's like, one, I'll always have my family, mm-hmm. I'll always have my siblings, my parents supporting me, and then on top of that, the way I can trust other habashas to come through for me is like a beautiful thing Mm -hmm. that we're not like it's not that we're taking advantage of it but it's a comforting feeling yes right because like as we were saying like the difference of color is real right like i work at a job where everywhere else is not black Mm -hmm. and i can tell that there's not that i like i feel the difference being the only black Mm -hmm. person there right like regardless of having the same credentials of everyone there i feel the difference being black so there's a comfort of having a Habasha community that if I ever wanted to try out my own business, that they would support me. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if I ever wanted to do something, they would be there to like, at least the first couple like customers would most yeah. likely be Habasha. Yeah. 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 And like, it's great to be self-sufficient, but I think the Habasha parents, like we inherited that from you guys. Yes. You know what I mean? Like we saw, like I saw my parents help out how many people in the Habasha community. Mm. I saw them help out their family and it's because of watching that, I know that that's my responsibility for other Habashas. And then also something, I'm not that I'm ready to receive it, but I'm be like, okay, these people have me. So it's not that we're like... It's not that I I guess, so just maybe to clarify, it's not that we are trying to abuse it. It's just something that as we're getting older, we are trying to... We, we want to maintain that. Yeah. yeah, it's like something like beautiful that we watched growing up. Because we watched like all of our parents come to Canada and make something of themselves. Mm-hmm. And we saw how much everyone leaned on each other, right? Like, yes. 
these people did not know each other when they were helping each other. It's all of a sudden, hey, you're Ethiopian. Like, I'll help you get a job. I'll help you get your place. You can live with us for a bit. It's that kind of stuff that we watched growing up. That is, like, a beautiful thing I think we're inheriting in our own community. Because the way we help each other out is, like, on a different level. Yeah. Didn't I I tell you, like, before I moved, they, like... Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, even if we might not... Even if we haven't, like, verbally said, like, oh, we see what you're doing and da-da-da. Yeah. I guess we show that we appreciate that by Mm. incorporating that Exactly. Amongst each other. So, I think, like... When you say that we want the freedom of the Canadians, but at the same time, the fallback of Ethiopians, it's like, I think it's so ingrained in us yeah. that we will, we want that fallback, but we're also going to provide that free change. At least that, that, yeah. that's yeah. amazing. That's okay. also comforting to me to yeah. understand. Yeah. Lydia, I haven't answered one of your questions totally. you said earlier. Um, so what if we settle for less? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> less. <laughs> Mama's been thinking about this for the last... The list is more <clears throat> the gap here. Yeah. I love it. So my travel understanding that is yeah. I, I'm still you know me, I'm a lifelong learner. Yes. I wanted to learn about yeah. this thing. Uh I want to understand the reason. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. If the reason is um, you know, not everybody is getting straight A. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Thank you. Say it louder. Oh. Say it louder. You want me to say it again? Say it again. <laughs> I'll say it again. Not everybody is getting A, straight A. Yeah. Right. Like some people do. That could be anything, you know. Right. That, you know, any, any factor, you know. It could be environmental, it could be genetical, it could be whatever. <laughs> So, for whatever reason, yeah. if a child cannot perform yes. at the academic. higher academic level, yes. then I understand. Okay. I'm not pushing my child over the cliff because right. my child didn't get the doctorate degree. Right. Mm-hmm. But I want to, but is there another reason or another factor for mm-hmm. the less performance or mm-hmm. less desirable performance? Like, as I said, Maybe being into too much entertainment, like watching TV the whole night and right. dozing mm-hmm. off during the school right. or texting a friend, you know, day and night, mm-hmm. not studying your, you know, mm-hmm. not focusing. If that is the case, I want, you know, my child to be concentrating on life, you know, happiness. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm, hey. Happiness is what we want at the end for ourselves and for our children, Mm -hmm. more so for our children. Mm -hmm. But that happiness should come mostly like it should be earned somehow. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be, oh, you know, I'm doing this. This is enough. Life is too short. I'm going to be, you know, entertained. Mm -hmm. Or you finish high school. Oh, I want to take a year off or two years off. Mm. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to travel to Europe. Mm -hmm. You know, I said, hey, what do you bring from Europe? You know, (laughs) if you can't figure out what you want to do here, traveling doesn't do squat for you. It might give you a good exposure. You know, you are a tourist, which I should be in that case, which I should travel because I work with so much. Yeah, I know. I'm literally just trying to... I I feel the same. We talked about this yesterday. I feel the same about 
Okay. That, but I just yeah. wanted to see what you'd say. Yeah. So those are. So what is the reason for that less desirable right. performance? If I said, you know, maybe health. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. capacity. Okay. Maybe you know some people I know, personally I know I have friends I used to have, who study day and night. Yeah. And come out. Right. With poor grades. Yeah. Right. On the other hand, some of us, we just skip, skip, and then we, you know, study a couple of things. Mm-hmm. But we are lucky. Yeah. Like we see those questions. You, sorry, smart. you were saying like growing up. Growing up. Like when you were in... Exactly. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so that is the thing. Did yeah. I answer? Did I answer the question? Or we just... Yeah. Well, it but, yeah, yeah okay. you did. But my... Okay, so you raised a good point. There is... There can be a lot of reasons why the kids are shooting for less, right? Yeah. One of them can be, you know, just the capacity, maybe it's laziness, whatever. There's lots of reasons. Mm-hmm. But my question is, for parents, why is your default assumption that if we're not going for the best, that it's because we want the easy way out? Yeah. Like, that, for how I feel, and, yeah, like, that. how I feel is that... If we're not getting A's or if we're not, if we're not wanting to be a doctor, whatever. And it's not just doctor, but doctor is like the easiest one to cite. Mm -hmm. If our dreams aren't that, I feel like the, the instinctual like feeling is, oh, like Senna, like you're You're Senna. I don't think parents take the time to be like, maybe my kids can't. (laughs) <laughs> like spit out the grades that are because I told you like it's so competitive here yeah. and you know we we often think that doctor is the only like medicine is the only competitive field mm-hmm. but so many fields even I told you yeah, occupational therapy knows, yeah. speech like even programs that I'm interested in mm-hmm. are requiring med level grades yeah. like even and not just grades like I think a lot of publisher parents also miss out all the extras that you need. And yes. and that's the thing. Like there's yeah. so, like, much oh, that's, so much that's yeah. so much that's needed. Even mm. when when we like when when I was leaving like when I was in grade 12 applying to U of A, mm-hmm. there were certain percentages um required that were way higher than when Omu applied. Yeah. And now there's kids who are applying to U of A oh my God, it's that like are a way harder yeah. but then we, you know what I mean? Like it is I think maybe here, you know, there's lots of universities or lots of programs. So maybe parents think like, oh, like anyone can get in. It's not like back home where there's millions of people and it's a number of spots. It is just as or right. even more competitive here. So if kids aren't, if they're going for a healthcare aid position mm-hmm. over RN, why? And if you know that you guys work hard and you've showed us work ethic then why why don't you guys think, oh, okay, they must have learned how to work hard. And if they're aspiring for something lower, maybe it's because they've assessed their capabilities and they know, like, I can't, I, like, they know that they can't do it. You know, why is, your, why is the first assumption that, ah, oh, they're not think, trying hard enough? I think this is a two-way street. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the children yeah. should come to parents. Mm-hmm. They, they need to tell us, this is the reason I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hear that uh, most often than not, you know, there are most immigrant parents, they can't 
um, support their children through their education yeah. because we are not that educated, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it, it's, it's always come to parents' deficit, you know, that the child is not succeeding. You know what I mean? Because they don't have, because what there are immigrants. Okay, what I mean is immigrant parents, they are working two jobs and they are not educated mm-hmm. much. And then the child, you know, they can't support that child educationally. Mm-hmm. So the child cannot. Just doing homework on their own. Oh. Or parents doing their are helping them, yeah. You're saying like parents so get blamed. <clears throat> parents get blamed. Okay. I take it back again to back home. Mm. Most parents, yeah. that's what I know. True, no, you're my right. My good reference. Yeah. Most parents, they don't know even how who or A, B, C, D. Yeah. They are peasants. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. Or they are, you know, local merchants. Yeah. You know, they, they have some little or... business. Yeah. yeah. But kids. the kids yeah, true. are nailing it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I remember having, uh, like, mostly boys, you know, like, I, I don't have a brother, so I always, I, you know, gravitated to playing with boys and things yeah. like that. Yeah. So the boys, they come from, let's say, like, a countryside. They come, they rent a house, yeah. like four or five of them in one small house. Mm-hmm. They Friday, they go back home, like to their parents. Mm-hmm. They bring like beso, do you know beso? Like the barley yeah. flour, yeah, like yeah. you, you know, you eat it, it's yeah. good, it doesn't yeah. go bad for a week. <laughs> yeah. And they bring like rabok olo and those kind of stuff. Yeah. These are for our non-Habisha listeners. <laughs> These are just like Habisha This Habisha, yeah, yes. We have, like, like it's non-habisha. like a beef jerky. Tell them it's like a beef jerky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we no, have yeah, a beef yeah. jerky yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Like a quanta. Yeah. Like yeah. So they bring that. Yeah. They economize. They drink water. Maybe they well, make tea. Seven, what, what age are we talking about? Like, like, like grade 7, grade 8. Yeah. Until grade 6, they have their own local school. Like yeah. elementary school. Yeah. Right. My but dad moved it's... to like a different school. I think he said in grade seven. Exactly. Junior high is like a different city. Junior high is a different out. city. Oh. So when they yeah. come to the city, okay, they bring their you know their you know agal gel or their mm. you know little you know little package. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they economize on that. They eat together with those four or five boys together. It could be girls in different different yeah. room. Then they study. Mm. Some places they tell them okay after ten o'clock in the evening. There is no light. You know, you have to turn off the light. Mm-hmm. So what do they do? They use like candles or, yeah. you know, other yeah. means of light. Light. We have some special lights. Yeah. They use those to study yeah. the whole night. Mm. Guess what? They nail it. Yeah. Mm. They pass. So yeah. those parents are not being like blamed. Yeah. Actually, when those kids get graduated and you know, have a good work or whatever, or in their graduation, they say, this is for my mom yeah. who taught me without going to school for herself. Or yeah. Yeah. this is for my dad who taught me without him going to, you know. So that is what I know. Why are we being, as immigrant parents, why are we being blamed? For, who's that's, that's, that's my no, question. But, but, who's, but who's I know, the blame? But mom, my the question, blame is, my okay, question wasn't blame. Maybe blame is, no, 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 not your question. Mm. Not maybe blame is maybe it's kind of negative word. What I'm saying is, I hear a lot that when the child is not successful, like immigrant child, yeah. I hear a lot that, oh, because, I think we have talked oh, with we've, you. We've talked, Because, yeah, you know, yeah, my yeah, parents yeah. are not helping the kid. 
because they are immigrants, they don't know the, the curriculum here. Yeah. You know, or they are working, you know, the child is doing homework, like you said, by yeah. himself. Yeah. I said, that's why we send the child to school. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah. You so know, this is, this is yeah, coming yeah, we, from yeah. outside people who are saying this, or this is coming from the child? Even themselves? the children. Even the children, mm-hmm. they say, you know, or other children talk about other children, yeah. you know. Yeah, those yeah, yeah, children, yeah. their parents are, you know, not educated. They yeah. cannot support. I wish it's it's a good thing that being educated, parented, and then you can support your child. Yeah. But it shouldn't be that way. That should be an additional bonus. Right. But the child who goes to school has to do research, has to go to library back days, now they don't even have to go to library. They have iPads, they have laptop. Mm-hmm. They can search. Yeah. They mm-hmm. can educate themselves. They can support themselves or right. work with a friend. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. The parent is coming from how many miles right. mm-hmm. and making a home here, trying to fit into the Canadian society, yeah. you know, speaking with thick accent mm-hmm. and yeah. you know, trying to find a job. Yeah. We have so much struggle ourselves. So so being, you know, oh, because the child is not, the child is not performing well yeah. because the parents are not helping from mm-hmm, home. Yeah. I, I really don't buy it much. Right. Yeah. Do you mean what I mean? Totally. Yeah. And so, so what my mom is referring, and we have had these discussions. Yeah. Um, I don't, but I, I don't think it's not, it's not necessarily, because I think I've even said that word. Like, it's just something I've noticed that if, um, if parents have whatever like masters or phds here whatever there is a high there's a high chance that their kids will also pursue higher level education that's something i've said Mm -hmm. um and then if parent if you know if the parents if their their education didn't transfer here whatever then there may be a chance where the kids maybe not like it's Mm -hmm. what i i guess what i've said in the past is kids mirror their parents more than you think but not but not in a i'm like the parents slacked not i wasn't saying that in a blaming way no it wasn't you to yeah it wasn't too yeah yeah but but even but we've but we've even talked and and i've and i've like i've given a lot of credit to like the how i am like my work ethic and my academic aspirations all a lot of it it comes from the fact that like my dad has a like he taught at the U of A. Yeah. You you know have a social working like I'll I give a lot of my drive and my ambition because I've seen an example in you guys, mm-hmm. and also there's just no way in hell like you guys would have let me take a gap year like that that's what yeah. I'm saying like I I'm just saying that there could be expectations based on what you yourself have achieved right yeah. because it's like if the parents how many times have <clears> you even <throat> said like your dad got this grade, da da da. You get it. Listen, I am not my father. Like my dad yeah. is a certain, but even we've said it playfully, yeah. right? Where yeah. your dad has got amazing grades in university, you can do it too. Mm-hmm. But it's like I think. Um, so maybe just to bring it back to my first question, because I I I don't think you answered it. Okay. Um, we can raise that perfect example of okay, your dad, and this isn't just me specifically. I think a lot of yeah. people have said this you know, we, me and your father, or me and your mom, we got these grades back home, whatever, we were top of our class. I'm sure a lot of kids have heard that we were the top of our class. Y'all yeah, need to I be on the top it. of your class. Y'all need to be on the top of your class. Yeah. Yeah. So then, we we hear that all of our lives, right? Yeah. When we're in elementary, hey mom, I got an 89. 
where's the 90? We yeah. hear that our whole lives, right? Yeah. When we come to you with the 89 or the 79 or the 69, yeah. why is your first instinct to be, where is the 90? Why do you think, like, do, do parents really think that if we could have got the 90 that we wouldn't mm-hmm. have? Yeah. No. What we are thinking so, is, let's, uh, yeah, it, it, this, this answer has, I think it has two folds. Okay. One is, um, yes, you are right. We parents, especially even myself, mm-hmm. the first thing I want to think is my daughter can do this. Mm-hmm. She can get the Y'all grade. Denial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. What is holding her back? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She goes to school. Mm. Her belly is full. Mm. She has good backpack. <laughs> she has books. Right. What Why is holding her it? back? Okay. That is my first instinct. Okay. Because we are focused on education. Education is a key to success. Right. Yeah. By and large. Unless you are a millionaire or a business person or yeah. whatever, whatever. Uh, so education is number one, right? Right. So our first thing that we want to think is our children are capable of getting that. Yeah. Uh, education, getting that higher education. When that didn't happen, as this is where the second fold comes, mm. we see our children more gravitated to the entertainment. Okay. Mm-hmm. More to the singing, more to the, you know, maybe auditioning, yeah. more to, you know, you can tell me what the Kardashian had for breakfast right. last Friday morning. Right. Yeah. I said, why do you need to know? Right. You know, <laughs> yeah. why don't you study that psychology instead right. of that? Yeah. Right, right. The ones yeah. that you brought 79 or 89. Right. Yeah. Instead right. of studying the Kardashian. Yeah. yeah. The Kardashian, the little one, you know, oh, she went out with this guy and the, mm. oh, she dumped him or he, he dumped her. I said, why do we need to know? Why do you need to know? Why <laughs> are our... Real life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. this is a healthy right. discussion. Yeah, right? yeah no, like, no, totally, yeah. So mm. we see our kids, you know, okay, maybe movie, maybe this, maybe yeah. that. Or maybe let me go to the mall, even though you are not allowed. Right. And I have no regret for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah. <laughs> so, Anyways, yeah. I can I go to the, just though. a disclaimer, Did I can I, go to the mall now, but yeah, was, I wasn't able to. Oh my gosh, you like, actually I, lived your life before 18, though. Hmm? You actually, like, you went out with your friends and everything. Yeah. You that had, you never, had, before 18, I went home and school. Yeah. Home and school. There was no other place. I remember one time I cried on the phone to go to Kingsway Mall mm-hmm. at, like, 17. Yeah. And my mom said, no, you will not. And I cried my way into mm-hmm. home. And yeah. that was just life. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, why do we think our children will achieve because we want to think the best of you. Mm. You know, parents think the best of our children, Mm. you know. And then the second one, or maybe they can't do it, comes, oh, if she cuts that TV time, Mm. if she cuts that talking time. Yeah. If she cuts... After you see them, like, putting in a lot, a lot of A lot of time on that. And they still can't get the grades. Yeah, we say, if that is out of your life, you know, you can't get the grade. But, Mm. as I said, we didn't give you a good um what is that um we didn't give you a credit for mm. growing up into culture yeah you know there is a lot of pressure yeah from your other friends who are allowed to go to you know sleepover party at yeah. age four or five yeah who have so much fun yeah. you know going you know with their friends going to the mall going to the movie and also friendship honestly 
uh, I confess right mm. now. If I know mm. the things I know right now, if yeah. I know 15 years ago or 20 years ago when you were just a baby, mm-hmm. things would be different mm. for me. Because we spent our time, our childhood, that we cherish to this day. Mm. When we I, as on the parents? Huh? You're saying we, like you, when you were... Me, yeah. as a child. Right. You know, my friendship and the things I did with my dad, the yeah. things I did with my, you know, with my friends, you know, the the school windows that I broke and then mm-hmm. we had to go find money from our friends, otherwise they, they, the principal mm-hmm. said, you have to bring your parents because yeah. we were struggling <laughs> with our friends and then we broke the window. Yeah. We can't ask our parents <laughs> no, yeah. for the money. So yeah. I said, okay, well, give us two days. We have to go class to classes to classes and fundraise from our, kids, from our friends. Yeah. We did that. Yeah. That was in grade eight. I remember I still cherish that day, yeah. that moment. Can yeah. you imagine if we came home with and a told you? Yeah, but yeah. same thing. I didn't tell my dad. <laughs> but we have outside you know outside relationships relationship we are open you know we go to the school and whatever and then on the way we can talk we can do we we have lots of friends but here our kids are not that they didn't you guys didn't grow like that yeah Yeah. you you were not growing up that way so yeah we now i understand I wish I give you more mm-hmm. time to develop friendship with your mm-hmm. friends mm-hmm. and to explore, you know, things. To be children. To be, children, to be a child. Mm-hmm. Instead of, you know, go to school, come back. Mm-hmm. We bought you, I remember, the first cell phone when you were grade six. Yep. Mm-hmm. And some people said, oh, she has phone for, for just she's grade six. I said, this is not a luxury. This is for yeah. safety reason. If yeah. something, somebody approach her, yeah. Yeah. you have to call me. Yeah, yeah, you have yeah. to call home, yeah. you know? Yeah. So that brings me to our fear. That yeah. is our, the fear of, you know, our children will be, Hurt. you know, prone to some kind of, you know, mm-hmm. uh, what you call foul play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, how many children are abducted at age four yeah. and never be found? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly, my heart broke. Mm-hmm. When, yeah. I, when I think about those kinds, it breaks to this day. Yeah. I remember one girl, she's an Asian girl. A person broke her, her window yeah. during the night. Remember yeah, that yeah, story? Yeah. Yeah. A long and time they ago. Broke in, and then they kidnapped her. And they kidnapped her. the girl. Yeah. She wasn't found. In her yeah. home. In her, in her home. home. Yeah. From her bedroom. Like second floor or something. They like climbed Exactly. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I oh, thank told you. me this every day. Oh, yeah. I think we know this like in our yeah. Bible. Because we yeah. listen to that kind of story. You know, I yeah. was terrified. Yeah. I remember very recently, maybe seven, eight years ago, a girl, I think maybe Edmonton, she mm. was about 12 or 13. Mm. She dressed up for, for Halloween. And then she is, you know, you know she chatted oh, taxi. I, told I told you maybe two, when three I asked, times. When I would ask her trick or treating. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that girl was saying to her friend, I'm creeping out. I'm creeping out. Some, yeah, so yeah, I, creep I, I feel like I'm creeped out. Somebody, yeah. I feel like somebody is following me. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. wish instead of texting, I wish she called 911. Yeah. You yeah. know, her fear was right. Yeah. Somebody was her. at her back. He, he took her. She wasn't found alive. So, yeah. So those yeah. are the things, especially when you guys were babies. I was thinking, oh God, what did I do to my life? Mm. Honestly, I wanted to go back because I never... 
I, I didn't mean in a bad mm. way. It's just a cultural it's thing. Totally, that don't happen yeah, in yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, when a child is lost, yeah, everyone is Everyone, the first thing you go yeah. is to the hospital because yeah. you think the, you know, the, the car might hit the car, the kid might be hit, hit by, by a car, car yeah. you know, crossing the road. Yeah. The second thing, if there is, if the hospital is clear of that child, yeah. second thing is, to the police station mm. yeah. because whoever found the child would return they, it to, they the return to the police yeah. station mm. abduction those it, kidnapping it does not exist it doesn't exist yeah yeah if the child speaks his name the the police says <laughs> okay on a radio mm. yeah the child is such and such he was lost and found mm. parents come and claim your child yeah. if the child cannot speak if he's two baby or you know he can't speak three years old or whatever mm. they identify him he's closing or she's a girl a boy and then parents and everybody, the neighbor is going out yeah. in search and the child comes home safely. Mm-hmm. That's what I know growing up. Mm-hmm. So in the absence of that kind of accountability, mm-hmm. I am fearful. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you don't go for a birthday party. And I didn't care at that time. Mm-hmm. Now, if that bothered you, my child, mm-hmm. you no. have a chance. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a chance yeah. to correct it yeah. for your, totally. when you have your own kid. kid. Yeah. Yeah. If you think and we, it's safe, no, totally. Yeah, and, and we've yeah. we've had conversations where I, I I remember I told you I was like I'm fully about to be the exact same yeah. parent as my parent. Like mm-hmm. I didn't appreciate it when I was a kid, mm-hmm. but but now I like the older you get, the more you those understand fe- the more you understand. From, yeah, just to I just want to clarify one thing, mm. and then I think Mercy, you said you had a question or something. Okay, um, so um. To kind of add to the this whole discussion of education is first and all of that is part of why um, you as parents are so strict and prioritize us to do school and stuff is in addition to wanting us to have a good education, a good life, a good degree was part of it also to try and keep us out of trouble, trouble yes. because mm-hmm. of these fears. Short answer. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Friends, it's Mercy here. Just coming to end off this episode because this whole episode really did go quite long. So we still have about another 50 minutes left and that's going to be part two. That'll be uploaded in two weeks. Um, I really hope you all enjoyed the part one so far and just everything that you've been hearing Rome say. She honestly brought some really fire points and really made me laugh throughout this whole episode. And I hope you all had the same experience. And I just hope that Everything that was kind of discussed made you look at your relationships with your own parents, if they're immigrants or if they're not, and just kind of open your eyes to where they're coming from. In part two of this episode, we talk a little bit more about the pressures of school, and me and Adulu ask her mom some more questions, just expressing where we as the children come are coming from when it comes to like how we felt about the pressures of education. So it's really dope. It's really exciting. Please stay tuned for part two. And I hope you all have a great time until then. We'll see you all in three, two, one.